Hello, Hoosiers. And welcome back. I'm your guest host, Matt Cohen. And I'm your normal host, Allie Melnick. And you're listening to Posted, a podcast by the Indiana Daily Student. Later on, we'll be talking with Enterprise reporter Christine Fernando about her story on IU's GPA calculator allowing students to access others' grades. But first, here are some of this week's top stories. Bloomington's public safety report from 2019 was released Tuesday and revealed that that despite a 4.7% overall decrease in crime, there was an increase in violent crime such as rape and aggravated assault. There was also a 55% increase of rape as well as a 41.4% increase of crimes committed with a firearm. Some of the goals Bloomington Police Department has for 2020 include a crisis diversion center, which will be funded by a $2.1 million grant. The hit Broadway musical Les Miserables is at IU Auditorium February 4th through 9th. This tour travels with around 80 people, including 38 actors and a 16-person orchestra. A show of this size is rare to play in Bloomington. IU senior Tyler Combs is one of 15 students to compete in the game show Jeopardy's College Championship in April. The grand prize consists of $100,000 and an opportunity to compete in Jeopardy's Tournament of Champions. Combs' episode will air on April 10th. 18-year-old Derek Brown was arrested Tuesday night at his house on preliminary rape charges. Captain Ryan Pedigo of the Bloomington Police Department said the woman who reported Brown met him on Tinder. She allegedly consented to him taking nude photos of her for $10,000, but refused to have sex with him. Brown gave inconsistencies in his statement and has been booked into the Monroe County Correctional Center. Spring sports seasons, including baseball and softball, are starting up this week. Softball lost its season opener 8-0 Thursday to the University of Central Florida in Orlando, though expectations are set on them making the NCAA tournament. Baseball travels to Baton Rouge next weekend to play number 11 Louisiana State University in the season opener. Head coach Jeff Mercer is in his second year after winning the Big Ten title last season, but he has to replace all three weekend starting pitchers. The women's basketball team beat Purdue Monday 66-54 to win the Barn Burner Trophy for the fourth consecutive season. However, the Hoosiers lost to Maryland Thursday 79-69. Their next game will be Sunday against Nebraska. And the men's basketball team will return after a one-week hiatus to face Purdue at home Saturday. And for the second straight week, we're going to welcome Enterprise reporter Christine Fernando onto the podcast. This week, Christine wrote a story about the IU GPA calculator, revealing other students' grades um, just across to any student that was on the GPA calculator. And I guess, Christine, to start off with, I guess, can you briefly summarize what your story is about? Yeah, so basically there is this GPA calculator that I think most students who are using it were using it to uh, just check off which grades uh, would factor into this GPA calculation. A lot of times people would be trying to find out their science GPA or their like pre-law GPA, things like that. So... I noticed that there was um, there's a search function on there, and so using that search function, you could search anyone else's grades. Uh, we don't completely know the scope of it yet because there's still the investigation that's ongoing. Uh, but at least the IU, IU Bloomington students and graduated students as well, um, up till a certain year, were also unsure about that. But basically, people could look up each other's grades. It included GPA, grades of every course that they've taken, including if they took like high school um, ACP courses, things like that. So, yeah. so did you... Were you just like using it one day for your own, like looking up your own GPA and found that out? Or did someone tell you? Someone told me. My friend brought it to my attention and she had found it and was like, this is weird. And then we searched uh, my GPA on her account and 
and it worked and I was like, whoa, that's wild. And it went from there. It's a weird noise. I was like, well, yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Ignoring that. <laughs> so I guess I, you kind of talked about like how these issues were like discovered generally. Um, I guess, I mean, how else have you heard of anyone sort of having like that same problem besides your friend? Was that the first way that like that you'd heard of it or were there any, any other tips given to you beyond that? I knew that it existed, but that was the first time that I've heard that it could possibly be used to look up other people's grades. Um, and I don't know of many people who had used it for that purpose, but it was still kind of... And it was just like individual grades, like for certain, for like each class. For every class that you've taken. Oh, wow. Full GPA, yeah. I would note, by the way, we have discovered that whatever that sound was, was my computer Bluetooth was still hooked up to the speaker and I received an email while you were talking. So that's what that was. Sorry, I apologize. Um, I guess, what was the process of reporting this, just the overall story? I mean, you talked to, I believe, Chuck Carney in the story. How cooperative were they? And I mean, what did they know about the issue to begin with? Yeah, well, the first step for me was reaching out to um, other outside sources. Like I've ta I talked to a lot of attorneys, like maybe five or six attorneys um, and a public access counselor who kind of has an idea of what FERPA is and what constitutes a FERPA violation. Um, who else did I talk to? I reached out to the Department of Education and got comment from them. And then I sat down with Chuck and showed him the, the GPA calculator and he was just kind of like, what? What is that? Yeah. Best quote of the week. Well, that's wild. <laughs> Truly. I've, I've never seen it. So, so you wrote about this in the story, and I've never seen a case where, where, where Chuck Carney just seemed like so unaware of what was going yeah. on. Oh, like yeah. You actually showed him this problem. I thought that, for, for those of, I mean, for most people that don't know Chuck Carney, that just seems like a very He's usually very on yeah. his stuff. Like, yeah. he knows yes. what's happening. Mm -hmm. So... It's hard to like catch him off guard, but yeah. was that was, surprising to you to find him like that? Um, he was still like he was like a calm surprised, <laughs> so it was still like very Chuck esque. <laughs> um, but it was a little. I like knew that IU probably didn't know about this and that I was going to be bringing it to their attention. So I expected him not to know. I didn't expect him to like take my laptop and look up his own grades to check it, though. <laughs> that was a bit of a surprise, and it worked about well for the story, too. How long ago did he graduate, then, if his grades still showed up? Um, there were grades from, like, 2009 that were in there. But oh, he, wow. He also did a Ph.D. program that I think he very recently finished up. Okay. So, so were people so then willing to talk to you about this then, it kind of sounds like? Yeah, it wasn't too difficult to get people to talk to me. Um, I think talk, getting the Department of Education to get comment was a little difficult um, because they were reluctant to like talk on the phone about it. So I had to kind of get them to do that. Um, but Yeah, just because it's such a... Very touchy subject. Yeah, it definitely Especially is. when you're bringing it to their attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, when I reached out to Chuck, it, I was just like, there's a potential FOPA violation that we're looking into. So he's like, okay, I'll definitely meet with you. And then I showed him. And he's been keeping me posted on the investigation as well. So it hasn't been, he's been pretty open with the information he's had. This early on in the process, I'm not sure if they can actually have a sense of this yet. But, I mean, this seems like a pretty broad scale FERPA violation, at least in my opinion. Like, What kind of punishments 
can come to the school in a situation like this if it's something you even would have a sense of knowing? Yeah. It's really, really hard to say. Um, for a FERPA violation itself, people can't file individual claims for FERPA. So FERPA is more kind of like a regulatory rule that the Department of Education uses. So then the Department of Education can like have their own punishments for violations. But typically, typically that violation is like taking away public funding that happens very rarely and they always give the school time to kind of sort things out and fix whatever error was made before they do that and if the school does that it's typically fine um, they keep record of any FERPA violations so if it's like if it continues to be a problem maybe they'll take a second look at it but like like IU is not going to have their public funding pulled over this because they took it down um, then in terms of individual claims, if someone can say, like, I was harmed by this, they can um, file claims themselves for, I'm trying to remember the actual terminology, I think it's public disclosure of private facts and um, just negligence, because this could very easily be argued to be a negligence case. Um, for negligence, you wouldn't have to prove that there was harm, but for public disclosure of private facts, you would likely have to prove that there was harm involved. So if people wanted to file individual claims, there are ways to do that. Um, the fact the if it, if it would or would not hold up in court is a little bit difficult to say, though. Do you think there'll be like personal individual cases then, or... Like, if anything's going to come out of this, because, I mean, I, I'm i not one to, like, really, like, oh, I can't have my grades show. Like, I don't really care, but I don't know if some people would take that much offense toward it, Definitely. I guess. I think if maybe, like, someone had published someone else's grades or things like that, it would be a different story. I don't know any specific examples of that as of now. Uh, we're still kind of looking into that as well. But possibly if there's someone who is like actually harmed by it they would have some sort of case but I don't know it's hard to say <laughs> so what are the next steps now as, as the school try to investigate what happened here? you mentioned the they took the calculator down yeah within an hour of me showing Chuck they'd taken the calculator down um, so that's done I think right now the investigation is just kind of looking into the scope of it how many students were affected which students were affected how far back the calculator goes because it does include graduated students as well um, just like those kinds of basic questions they're looking into that is there anything going to be put up in its place to you I don't know if you know that just like another calculator of some sort or are they just going to get rid of it completely I think with the with the original calculator it wasn't supposed to be for student use so it was supposed to be for internal purposes so it wasn't even supposed to be out there for students. So I don't know that they're, I can't really say myself, I don't yeah. know if they would replace it, uh, but originally it wasn't meant for students in the first place, so I don't think they really would like have mm -hmm. that much motivation to replace it. Up to them. Well, this was a wonderfully reported story. Thank you so much, yeah. Chris, you. Chris, Christine, for being on, for really letting a lot of people know of an issue that I, mean, I certainly mm -hmm. did not know this. I, yeah, I didn't I know there no was clue. a GPA calculator, to be honest. So. <laughs> a lot of people didn't, yeah. So this was really, uh, you know, it's student journalism at its finest. So thank you so much, Christine. Thank you for being on. Um, yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> took all the words away from me, you guest host. It's Sorry, fine. Yeah, I'm, ba I'm basically getting the job now. I think... 
Sorry, Alex. Um, this this is now <laughs> my job. coming for you. Yeah. Uh, what what can I say? <laughs> Thank you, Christine. No Thank problem. So Glad to be here. To read all the stories we've mentioned today, visit idsnews.com. Tune in next week for your weekly recaps and deeper dives into stories. Until then, I'm Allie. And I'm Matt. And this has been Posted. Hosted by the gals with the mostest.